Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Over the next month, I'm going to take a deep dive into the role of human resources in fully operationalizing a best practices compliance program. Each day, I will pick up one topic with three key takeaways which you can utilize to improve, enhance, or upgrade your compliance program. This series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Promotion to Operationalize Compliance The role of HR in an anti-corruption compliance program is often misunderstood. If your company has a culture where compliance is perceived to be in competition or worse, antithetical to HR, the company certainly is not hitting on all cylinders and it may indeed may be moving towards dysfunction. Another way you can operationalize compliance is HR's involvement in employee promotion. Under the topic incentive system, the 2019 guidance posed the following questions. Has the company's incentives compliance and ethical behavior? Have there been specific examples of actions taken, i.e., promotions or awards denied as a result of compliance and ethics considerations? Who determines the compensation, including bonuses, as well as discipline and promotion of compliance personnel? While incentives are a key part of any best practices compliance program, promotions play an important part as well. Employees see who is promoted and what behaviors are rewarded by management. If someone cuts ethical corners and is continually promoted, eventually reaching management, employees will certainly understand this is how to get ahead in the organization. Equally importantly, employees who cut corners and do business unethically will continue to do so when they see who goes up the ladder of any corporation. One only need to look at Ken Lay, the one-time CEO of Enron, to see that his career prior to Enron had just that flavor. Lay's fraudulent conduct at Enron led to the then-largest bankruptcy in the history of U.S., Of course, this was only to be overtaken by WorldCom, who was headed by another well-known serial fraudster, the recently deceased Bernie Evers. How can you protect your organization from such miscreants? More importantly, how can you more fully operationalize compliance by inculcating it into promotions? There are some concepts around leadership and hiring and promotion which are useful for a CCO or compliance practitioner striving to drive compliance into the DNA of a company. A cornerstone is to search out the best person for any position, whether through an external hire or an internal promotion. Using the phrase, wait for great in hiring, when you have an open position, don't settle for someone who doesn't quite have the ethical and cultural match or skill set you want. It's better to wait for the right person. Once a potential promotion gets to a senior management level for an interview, you have to assume that that person is technically competent, so you need to probe a little bit more, and this is certainly something HR can do for you. Passion and curiosity are key areas to probe during the hiring and promotion process. Another in the area of passion, what do you do in your spare time? If you're passionate about something outside of work, it probably means you're going to bring that passion into the workplace. I'm a big believer in curiosity because it helps to determine whether a prospective hire will fit into a company culture. Curiosity is uh, important because 
you're thinking about how things work, then you will try to figure out ways to do business ethically and in compliance. So ask things like, what's the last book they've read? What book had the greatest impact on them? What about jobs or assignments and ones that went off the tracks? You can ask enough questions around that, or at least HR can do so to help understand whether the candidate is an ethical and cultural fit for a promotion, which is not something I think that really compliance practitioners focus on. Obviously, these insights can be useful for the compliance practitioner around promotion in or as a part of a compliance program. By asking questions about compliance, you can not only find out a candidate's thoughts about compliance, but you can begin to communicate the importance of such precepts in this process. I would really like to emphasize this as part of the life cycle of employment in a corporation or of an employee. Think about all the touchstones and touch points that HR has. And promotions is certainly one of them. And if you can have a discussion around culture and ethics in decisions around promotion, promotion, in other words, during the promotion interview process, it can help drive home the very nature of doing business ethically and in compliance. Now, further imagine how powerful such a technique could be if the chief executive asked such questions around ethics and compliance when they were involved in the promotion process. Talk about setting tone from the top at the very start of someone's promotion into senior management. This could certainly be a way to garner it. But I really like the phrase, wait for great. If this were part of a compliance discussion during promotion, think that that would lead to the commitment of your workforce of doing business ethically and in compliance. Finally, also consider that compliance embedded into the promotion process can be considered an internal control. By doing so, <coughs> compliance may well work to create effective internal control regime as mandated by, and I, uh, by the FCPA. Having an effective internal controls means having controls that designed to uh, facilitate compliance going forward. And while you may not think of the promotion process as part of that, if you engage HR and have them go through a compliance exercise in the promotion process, even if it's in the interview process, it can work as an internal control. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, have you ever denied a promotion due to an employee's ethical lapses? Uh, this is something that the Department of Justice will consider as demonstration of the effectiveness of your compliance program and is something that you should consider as well. Do you use promotions to reinforce a company's commitment to compliance and ethics? Remember that uh, when HR discusses compliance, not simply in the interview process, but during, um, or rather not questions about compliance and ethics, but the discussion around the company's values, it can be a critical part of compliance. And finally, should you wait for great? How do you do so? Do you take the first hire that's open or do you wait till there's a cultural fit for promotion? I think this is something that um, many compliance professionals uh, really don't think through. And once again, HR can certainly take the lead on this, but why don't you interview potential promotions to uh, management levels from the compliance perspective? It can only help your compliance program. 
Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the role of HR in a best practices and fully operationalized compliance program on the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.